Welcome, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I'm Anthony Irwin, as always, joined this fine Friday afternoon by Aaron Larsoul. It's actually closer to the afternoon for you. It is, in fact. Normally, it's around 10 or so that I talk to you today. It's like actually around noon. It's 1.44 my time. My day is all thrown out of whack. Uh, Thank you to... um, executives at Vox for, for that, for that pleasantness more on that, I think, in, in, in at the very, very end of the show. But, um, today's show, we are going to talk about the Utah jazz, Quinn Snyder stepping down, uh, after Darvin ham, the best candidate on the market was, was already hired. So I, I appreciate the pettiness there from, from Quinn Snyder. Well done there with, with Danny Ainge, <laughs> my favorite person in the NBA. Um, the Warriors and Celtics tonight are going to be playing game four. And uh, I'm a little nervous because I think we're just, we're not even inching anymore. Like we're taking like steady strides towards the Celtics winning championship number 18. And I don't like it. Um, and then uh, at the, uh, the last topic that I have here listed is a conversation I want to have about Draymond, his podcast, the way that he's been playing and then NBA players generally in media, um, we're, we're starting to see more and more of that, not complaining about it, but I do have some kind of thoughts on the direction that media seems to be heading in if that is uh, going to remain consistent. Um, before we get to all of that, Aaron, yes, um, and I think we're going to touch on this here in, in, in a little bit, but I have been on this documentary kick, okay, um, especially autobiographical ones. Um, I watched the George Carlin one on HBO. I thought that was incredible. Really fascinating dude. I think I, I watched the other one on Super Dave Oz Einstein. Um, the, Super the Dave guy. Einstein? Yeah, I think, yeah. It's, no, uh, isn't it Osborne or something? Is you it started, Osborne? That, it might I, that's what, I think that's what you started with. Yeah. No, why am I thinking Einstein? I think that was the actual actor's name, though. Einstein. I don't know. Oh, okay. But, um, but no, uh, Super Dave Osborne, um, yes. the guy from Kirby Enthusiasm, that, that like his whole life in, in comedy was fascinating. Okay. A little while ago, I watched the Tony Hawk documentary, the uh, okay. Tony Hawkumentary, um, as, as it might be. It was really, really good, also. And, you know, no snakes, no, no, no snake documentaries. Oh, that's just a given. I finished the, the, like, Apple TV just had their, dinosaur documentary it's like Mm -hmm. like prehistoric world or something like that that was that was interesting as well um but no the 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 autobiographical documentaries that that i've been watching lately and and i also watched the magic johnson one uh i think between tony hawk and george carlin okay um and and like the, the the things that have made the three that i really enjoyed tony hawks george carlin's and uh super dave osborne's um, the things that I loved about them is the honesty, like, you know, all of these guys had their various demons. Um, they had their trials and tribulations, the adversity that kind of made them the people that they are, even though obviously they all attained incredible success in their own ways, um, despite of, or in some cases because of that adversity and how they handled it. And, you know, watching the magic Johnson one, um, and then watching, the last dance when it came out and watching, you know, whatever Derek Jeter is trying to do. And these athletes who have these major brands that are behind them. I think Brady's is a little bit more honest, um, than the others, but the, 
the thing that I kind of step away from is like, I, I would rather not get documentaries from like magic. If all it turns into is this complete, like it, it should have the disclaimer that winning ta- winning time has before it, right? Like it should, they should let you know, Hey, yeah, magic was heavily involved in this and he didn't want to go anywhere with these conversations. And I watched the magic Johnson one. And then the Lakers are going to have one coming out here for Hulu. Um, mm-hmm. that, that is getting advertised for the, uh, for during the finals. And I just feel like <laughs> I felt myself laughing. Cause it was like, yeah, winning time is coming out and magic and the Lakers wanted to get out and, and tell their versions of the story that would run separately from winning time and however they were portrayed there. And it was just, I, I don't know. I just wish we would come up with a different term than documentary for whatever these things are. Like they are, they're commercials. They're, 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 they're not, they're not honest. They're not honest in the way that the best documentaries have to be. Um, yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, it's a, was, this was the conversation that we were having, uh, or we collective, we universal, we were having about, uh, the last dance also, right? Like yeah. when, even though it's technically a documentary when it is completely authorized by someone and only if they have editorial power over it. Yep. Like it's it's pretty difficult to get an honest depiction when they're in control of it. Right. Like I you know, when we've talked about the the last dance and I felt bad for Scottie Pippen during the last dance because it's like he's just getting crapped on from kind of start to finish. <laughs> and he's the reason my, we look at Michael the way that we look at Michael doesn't win those six championships without Scotty. Flat out. Like he I just mean, does <laughs> I mean, to be, uh, to be, to be, uh, well, first of all, nobody wins by themselves, but no, to, but, be, yeah, to, be, to be technical about it, he never won a playoff series until Scotty got there. Yeah. Scotty's rookie year, they like, Scotty didn't do anything, but he was technically on the team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, and, and like, not only did, did it help that they had Scotty on the team there, but eventually Scotty got so screwed over with the contract that he signed that it allowed the, the Bulls mm. to go out and afford mm-hmm. Dennis Rodman and afford, mm-hmm. you know, all of the players be able to afford Michael Jordan, who I think had a $30 million contract at that time. So, he did. so like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I know this is one of those things that I kind of rail against consistently. And I'm the, I'm the annoying, like kind of wet blanket in the corner. Who's just saying like, this is bullshit. This isn't honest, <laughs> but, but you watch good documentaries and I'm telling you guys watch the George Carlin one watch it and that's that's what the art form is he went in so so as they as they talk about in the documentary how when did it come out uh, a couple weeks ago okay a few weeks ago um so george carlin just for a quick little background george carlin was this you know very clean cut uh comedian who like didn't really get into to societal issues all that much he made famous the um the hippie like stoner voice you know yeah. like, hey yeah. what's up bro you yeah, know yeah. uh he made that famous early on in his career um kind of a character comedian and then eventually he kind of realized as he was doing stand up for for people that he didn't particularly like he was like oh yeah this sucks yeah yeah, yeah. i would much rather rage against the machine yeah so he like he reinvents himself and he becomes a completely different kind of comedian and then as after gaining success that way um 
he again looks around, he goes, well, I'm kind of stagnated here. And he reinvents himself again, and then winds up at the very end of his career, offering up some of the most prescient societal takes that we have ever had. I like, mean, there, there are all kinds of like on social media, there are clips, like basically for everything, you know, like in everything. The you know, yeah. the Simpsons, it's like they have all these weird, like, <laughs> predictive things in The Simpsons. You know, happens, stuff happens 20 years later. Yeah. Uh, he has a bunch of stuff like that. Anytime, like, there's a societal event, there's just clips of him that yeah. go around on social media. And yeah. he George has, Carlin on X, yes. you know. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and so, anyway, it doesn't just talk about that, though, which, like, if George Carlin was a great NBA player, that's all you would hear is, like, yeah, I was at point A and then I went to point B and then I went to point C and all of the, the entire time that I was there going through all of those things and, and those reinventions of myself, they just kind of happened. And then I just shot out the other end and I was this great comedian three times over. And, and if that was the story, it would be a really boring retelling of the story and it'd be a dishonest one. Instead though, he goes into the drug use. He goes into his wife's alcoholism. His daughter uh, is a key figure in the documentary and she gives details from her childhood about how it was really difficult to grow up in a house where my coked up dad and my boozed up mom would have these knockdown drag outs. At one point they're in Hawaii and she had to write up a contract to these guys. Hey, while we're out here, no alcohol, no cocaine. Wow. Let's just see what it's like, you wow. know? And she did that as like a 10 year old. And it's just, it's such a cool, it's such a cool retelling of this thing. And, and I know Magic Johnson has an interesting story. I know, like, we saw it in Winning Time. It's a fascinating story path that he took uh, to get to the where, where he got to. I know Michael Jordan has a fascinating story that if we really got down into it, we could really dig up some, some, some thoughts on being the guy who was who became famous for republicans buy shoes too like there is so much that is fascinating about all of these guys that i just find myself really frustrated about hey yeah just try try one time one time to just tell like a, a version of your story that has enough truth in it enough reality in it that like you and i and the viewer watching can know about the person who said or did or or went along the path that these people, these athletes did. I, I and, and Tony Hawks was 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 great too. I know that athletes are capable of this. I know that they're capable of telling these great stories. Yeah, but I, th I think this this is kind of one of those th things that feels like. Um, Right, the, the horse is out of the barn or whatever it is, and not going back in. I oh, think it's yeah, going no. to go because yeah. when, as we're going to talk about Draymond later, um, I think it's going to be, it's going to get from your perspective worse and worse and worse. Yep. Um, yeah. because people are going to have more control over their own stories, which isn't a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, they it just have can lead say. to, right, yeah. it just can lead to. Um, winning times problem, I think, is that those, the characters didn't, the main characters didn't have any say, you know? Wait, what do you mean the, the problem? Well, like the, the, I, I can understand why Magic, Kareem, West, the bus family, like I could see why they would look at winning time and say, how can you guys not talk to us at all? Like, how can you? Even you could you could get our feedback and you don't even have to use it. But why would you not talk to us at all? Why would you not be interested in our our thoughts on experiencing those things at all? I can understand why they're frustrated by that. Right. But if the trade off is 
yeah, we'll give you our thoughts on it, but we also get a red pen to edit stuff if need right. be, then I'd rather them not, right. I'd rather right, right. Them not then, then they can't do it. Yeah. I just, I don't think it's uh, like people telling their own stories are generally not reliable narrators, right? Because yeah. they want a message to come across a certain way. So, yeah. Would you ever do a documentary on yourself? Nobody would watch a documentary. <laughs> of course not. But, but like, I, I think I, cause I think if, if, for again, for some stupid reason, somebody wants three people to watch a YouTube video of me on there. But like, <laughs> but I, I, I think I would, I would try to be honest about it. I would try to, I would, I would talk to people about my. Oh yeah, I would be, I would my, be, I would be, I would be. I mean, I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm honest here. I'm you pretty, guys know me. <laughs> I'm pretty honest about my life, even the uh, the demons that I have. I'm pretty honest about yeah. them. So yeah, I think I would be. I think I would be pretty. And the reason I think I would be. My story isn't interesting at all, but um, the reason I would be honest is because it is important to me to like helping people is very, very important to mm -hmm. me. And if there is anybody who could uh, catch something from my story, then yes, that would be important to me. Yeah, I agree 100% on, on, on that. Um, the other side of that coin, though, is dishonesty. So I think that's a perfect segue to talk about Danny Ainge. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, Danny Ainge shows up to, to Utah. So he leaves Boston mm -hmm. and Boston is now two wins from an NBA championship. Um, less than a year after Danny Ainge leaves and Brad Stevens gets a promotion. And I believe, wait, I think it, I wait, I think it's like one year to the day actually. So it oh, might I mean, be like a year. one season, but yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, so, okay. so yeah. All right. One year to, oh God, how great would it have been? No, no. I caught myself. If how what? funny would it have been if Danny Ainge leaves and on the one year anniversary of him leaving, the Boston Celtics win a championship? That, what is that, wrong with you? It would have been funny. It would have been funny. No, it wouldn't have been. <laughs> well, yeah, no. I, I, it is no. your Golden State Warriors who would have lost. That has nothing to do with this. <laughs> why? Any, why is anything positive for the Celtics palatable? I'm, no. All right. Here's here's what's going on. I see what's coming, and my brain is prepping me for it. So I'm trying to find, like, I think a funny outcome here could be the Celtics winning and Steph winning finals MVP. Like, I think that would be a funny outcome to this. That okay. Steph finally gets that recognition, but okay. it comes in, in a loss. I think that and, and the discourse that would come out of that would be hilarious, I think. Um, but no, more than anything, my brain sees like, yeah, Boston's going to win the series and I'm just prepping myself for Are we talking about any way now? that I could be we funny. get back to the jazz. All right. We'll talk about the jazz. So anyway, uh, Danny so like shows up. You're like converting to the dark side. I don't people in the spaces, I think, have gotten you like mm -mm. considering some things. No, it's just this is how my brain works. Okay. You want you, you guys want honesty. This is the way that that. A sociopath's brain works. Okay. I can convince myself of anything. Okay. Um, all right. So the Utah Jazz, though, Danny Ainge goes to Utah. They have an executive um, on hand who is already very popular, uh, already very productive, responsible for the core that the, the Utah Jazz have, as fraudulent as it might be. Um, he winds up getting essentially a demotion because Danny Ainge gets promoted to above him as the lead basketball decision maker and 
over the course of the season, we see that organization just completely implode. Now, is it all because of Ainge? Probably not. But I have heard enough about this guy and the way that he does business and the way that he just kind of is around the offices that I can see why him showing up would make it really difficult for that setting to be a positive one. Um, and so my question now, now after the season that they had and yet another playoff disappointment and, um, you know, there are trade rumors surrounding Donovan Mitchell and then there's trade rumors uh, surrounding Rudy Gobert. Now you have Quinn Snyder stepping down well after the end of the season in, in, in kind of weird fashion, he's getting linked to the San Antonio Spurs job, maybe a year from now after taking a year away from basketball. Um, and my question is like, Aaron, how can a singular presence throw off the chi in an organization as thoroughly as it seems Danny Ainge is capable of it, given the upswing that we saw from Boston after he left and the downswing that we saw from Utah upon his arrival? Um, can it? Yes, one person can. I mean, if if uh, if they are uh, powerful enough in the organization, yes. I don't think... Um, I don't think Danny Ainge leaving Boston has anything to do with them um, having the season that they are having. Um, other than it seems like Ime Udoka has been instrumental in writing the ship there. And so if, if Danny Ainge is still there, then I don't think Brad Stevens necessarily goes up and, uh, and then hires Ime. Um, and I don't necessarily think, I think it's and somehow also I don't see Danny Ainge hiring Ime. I would tend to agree for reasons, we'll by say. the way, especially in Boston I for reasons. I'll for just reasons. say reasons. Uh, you're telling me you don't think uh, the jazz next coach is going to be a former player. Let's that's why, right? You, you wouldn't hire a former player. That's what you mean, right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. He's just trying to make it, the jazz great again. He Aaron. wouldn't hire. He wouldn't hire a former player player in a place like boston or in a place like salt lake city huh That's let's just let's just say like it 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 figures that danny ainge would find homes in boston and utah uh okay sure um <laughs> <laughs> he's from eugene oregon i believe and then went to byu anyway uh so um i also i think it's coincidental that um I think the Boston thing is coincidental other than uh, the Udoka part of it. Um, and I think they were a dumpster fire in Utah. You're heading anyway. in this direction anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, because they've had all of these meltdowns, I guess you could call it. But yeah. the one, but the one reason I do think that he can be a problem or anyone could be a problem going forward why one person can mess up the chi is like we saw in uh uh what's the dude's name in uh who was like the sports gambler and analytics guy and then went uh to the mavs and then, right um and that seemed to kind of mess mess everything up there um at least the the chi of it right and yeah. so the one way in which and the reason the reason it can happen if you were high up enough and roles get you start stepping on people's toes and roles are not very clear like that's i think that is the problem in utah 
other than on oh, the I court. thought you were going to talk about the Lakers. I, I, I thought you know. that is the problem in Utah <laughs> or can be a problem. It yeah. can mess up to Chi. That's how one person messes it up because maybe somebody has the owner's ear, but their position, they are technically supposed to report to somebody above them, but they go around them. And in Utah, right? Like uh, Dennis Lindsay and Danny Ainge and the owner and like all of these Dwayne Wade like if you don't know who is actually um if 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 you don't know who like gets to make which decision that can ruffle feathers you know right like Danny mm-hmm. Ainge comes in and now who's doing Zanuck what is just like uh, right right so right. we don't right so Justin uh, Zanuck was the name by the way I forgot earlier when I was outlining the uh, the uh outlining the, the jazz front office before yes. Danny Ainge got there. Um, so I think that can be, uh, right. And then Lindsay got like, went to a, a, a like consultant role. Like, so when all that happens, yes, that can mess up the G because that's going to ruffle feathers, hurt people's feelings, right. Or people feel disrespected professionally. Um, so that can absolutely like just torpedo an organization. Yeah. in in. Like, look, I, again, I'm not the biggest Danny Ainge fan, and I know some of what I'm saying is is probably unfair. I just don't, I just don't like the guy. <laughs> um, but, but like, I, I, I will say that, uh, you know, in, in Utah, and to your point, how many years in a row have we been doing the whole, like, after their season ends, it's finally time to break it up. It's finally time to break it up. It's fine. I think it's like the third year in a row. Where, and now, finally, it does appear that they are going to make – some kind of a foundational change between Gobert and and Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I mean, unless yes, I agree with you. I think that is likely. Mm-hmm. Um, unless though, like Quinn Snyder is a really good coach. Yeah, but I mean, you can also convince yourself. I don't think you can convince yourself. I mean, like not uh, legitimately convince yourself, but you know, you could possibly say, okay, well, the change that we needed was a new coach. I think that's incorrect, but you <laughs> Again, could... talking about the Lakers or Jazz here? I'm trying to We're figure out. We're talking about the Jazz. We're okay, talking about sorry. the Utah Jazz. But, I mean, yes, in the, in the conversations about Russell Westbrook, um, if you want to take a certain... <laughs> I've been watching a bunch of Star Wars, right? From a certain point of view. Um, <laughs> it is a... That is a change. I think Frank Vogel's a good coach, too, right? So... With Quinn Snyder, Frank Vogel makes a lot of sense for for Utah. Uh, he is going to interview. Gonna I, throw it, that they, I keep getting my phone keeps blowing up with all these notifications of like seventy five people that are going to that are yeah. being considered for the Jazz job. They're going to interview for the Jazz job. Um, I'm actually interviewing. You didn't get your call yet. I did not. Mm. Well, it's it's because Ainge is right. Yeah, right. It could yeah. also be that they listen to this show and um, know how much of my life revolves around alcohol. And I think that could be the poor fit. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, That two, three beer. Um, So I think that, I mean, yes, they, they need to blow it up and they have needed to, but maybe you can talk yourself into that. Not even the problem was Quinn Snyder just a new voice will do something to rectify this it won't but yeah you could talk yourself into that i I think it seems like from the outside it seems like they are just trying to do although donovan was really close with with quinn snyder it seems like um 
from the outside, it seems like Gobert is likely to maybe get moved. Mm -hmm. My opinion is that if they're going to trade either of them, they need to trade both of them because you're not going to trade either one of them and, and get, get enough better. that, yeah, yeah. Like if they, so in my opinion, if they trade one of them, they should trade both of them. I don't think they're going to. Um, it seems like they're trying to make Donovan Mitchell the, the cornerstone of the franchise and build around him long-term. Donovan Mitchell's not good enough to like, he's a good player, but he is not good enough to be the best player on a team that's going anywhere. So I don't know. I, but I think, I think if they trade either of them, they should trade both of them. I also think, I also think that uh, Rudy Gobert is a better player than Donovan Mitchell. And I yeah. don't think it's particularly close, but I don't think either guy can be the best player or the second best player on a championship team. I think Mitchell's best role is offensive punch as the, you know, as the, as the, the third best player who gets a ton of help around him defensively, not just on the interior in the way that he had with Gobert, but also on the perimeter. Um, and even there, I think, as we've seen throughout these playoffs, if you are a weak link on defense, you are going to get picked on. And then for if you are a team's engine and you can get picked on, that is like twofold for the team that you're playing against. Right. Um, and then and then for Gobert, like the fact that he's seven two and can't take advantage of guys who are like six five, yeah, that's that's a problem. You you're putting a ceiling on what you're capable of if the player who is paid as much as Gobert is paid can't punish anybody on offense. So I think both of those guys, like they, they, they honestly, if, if they could somehow, if the, if the jazz could somehow get a player who is better than both of those guys, I actually think that roster would just all of a sudden make a ton of sense, but you don't just like that player doesn't just arrive in jet in, in Utah. No, they're also not gonna like with the roster as it is, they're just not going to guard anybody. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think, um, I guess we can like transition this to the Warriors and Celtics stuff. And even throughout the playoffs, I think what we're seeing is not so much that like, well, yes, big guys are getting played off the floor, just generally getting played off the floor. Like traditional centers are basically just don't, they just don't work right in the playoffs. And if you're, I don't, I don't think the problem is like how good donovan mitchell is or how good rudy gobert is or aren't i think what we're seeing is you have to like the celtics are winning because they have two-way guys and i think that's the key is that you just you need like the, the i think the warriors have more talent well, the warriors probably have more talent than the celtics but steve kerr is struggling to find lineups that work because they don't have a lot of two-way guys necessarily like the the the, yeah. the the secret to the secret to the to the death lineup like yeah i mean yes they were overwhelmingly talented but even before durant got there the secret to the death lineup was that the best five guys were two-way guys you didn't like steph's okay defensively mm -hmm. and the reason why i was talking about i kept calling uh i, I kept calling um miami a fraud was because they too many like, specialists. Yeah. And, and and that has been that has been a problem for the Warriors in this series, right? Like you can put the 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 Celtics starting five, all of those guys are can play both sides, right? Like Robert Williams isn't a great offensive player. But he can finish. 
but he can like he has some usefulness right yeah. and the secret to the, all those warriors death lineups were all five of those guys could play both ways clay now is a clay you know he's not really guarding anybody the warriors need jordan Poole's offense he hasn't been that good offensively they need his offense but he is awful defensively in ways that just collapse your defense immediately so um i think that what we're seeing in these playoffs it's not that like donovan mitchell isn't that good or rudy gobert isn't that good but if you can only do one side if you can only play one side of the floor the best teams are going to take advantage of you in ways that you can't win with so i want to really quickly uh before we move all the way on um I want to touch on Quinn Snyder and some of the league-wide ramifications here. If so, the the, the the kind of pervasive theory here is that Snyder is going to take a year off and then go to San Antonio after Greg Popovich, who is currently seventy-three years old, retires. Um, mm -hmm. I, my question there is like, why wait a year? Like, why would? Pop. why wait you're talking about it, from pop's perspective yeah from pop's perspective here like what's the difference between retiring now and retiring a year from now he does he's not the kind of guy who wants a uh, retirement tour anyway whenever he retires it's just going to be some like friday afternoon news dump where he just oh i i guess i'm done now you well, know i mean like, i think you never been... saw you never saw the good place but no I've um the end of the end of the show is basically all of these characters. So the good places premise is that the system that decides the afterlife is broken. So these characters have to fix it mm -hmm. and they, they eventually fix it and it gets them into the good place. And, um, while they're in the good place, the problem with the good place is that it, it lasts forever. So you have these people like time is, is critical to, um, or, or limited time is critical to enjoying the current situation mm, right okay. like it, if you if you were if you you know if you and i we have a great time doing this we do but if we had to talk forever in perpetuity <laughs> it would turn into a form of torture yeah, yeah right? especially for you and 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 i <laughs> <laughs> and so like you know anyway so they they eventually you know they they realize this and the last little tweak that they make to the good place is that it can end and they invent this doorway that or gateway that you walk through and you cease to exist altogether that's it there is okay. no there is no more part of you anywhere and um and so like for all of these characters the last like stretch of the show is them deciding randomly oh that's it it's my time to go right it's my time to walk through that gateway it's really it's it's honestly a beautiful i love the show anyway okay but um i feel like that's how pop is going to be like he's going to be standing there on the sideline one day and he's gonna be like hmm i think i'm done here <laughs> yeah but yes yes i agree with that and this has been the talk for the last few years right it was uh you know man he's probably gonna hang around to get the all-time wins record and he's probably done he probably doesn't want to do he doesn't want to go through rebuilding and so this has been like the thing the last few years yeah but i think you just hit on it i think he will just say eh, i'm done yeah and for whatever reason he hasn't decided he's done yet he's still there's still that competitive fire there's still he's still enjoying it he's still something um 
So I would guess that I think you answered your own question. He's just one day going to say, I've had enough of this. And that day hasn't come yet. And Quinn wants to make himself available for when that day comes. I, I think that I actually don't think that I think he probably will take that job when it becomes available. Um, I don't think this was about that being available for that job. I think he's just had enough. He just like, it's just not working. He doesn't, (laughs) he's not enjoying it. He doesn't want to be there anymore. (laughs) He was on YouTube. He saw Gobert like trying to, or he walks into the facility and Gobert's doing the mic and drill. He's just missing all of his layups. By the way, what a like bizarre, (laughs) what is it? Two years, I guess for the jazz. Like all the, yeah, the Danny Ainge coming in and that's kind of weird. And the D Wade stuff was weird and being like ground zero for COVID (laughs) and Donovan and Gobert seemingly not being particularly fond of one another. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And then Quinn having to do like, no, they like eat at lunch at the same table. Like what a weird, like how could he, and then like all the the weird playoff stuff. Like how could that not be fun for Quinn Snyder? I can understand like even think, you know what? (laughs) This just ain't working. I'm good, man. I think it's more that than it is specifically about Pop in San Antonio. Although he like from all indications, he reveres Pop. Yeah. And I think he will take that job should it become available. Um, but I don't think it was about that specifically. I still think the the Utah Jazz are going to be cursed in perpetuity until they change their name. There's no jazz in Utah. Uh, not a lot, no. Like, change no, your name. Not a, not a let lot. the jazz go back to let the jazz go back to New Orleans. I mean, to be and, fair, there's not a lot of lakes in LA either, though. Huh? To be fair, there's not a lot of lakes in in LA. I think there's probably more lakes in LA than uh, jazz. than jazz in Utah. Utah. Have you? <laughs> by the way, as a quick aside, have you seen the leaks of their new gear? That's the Quinn was like, I'm out. He's like, man, fuck, fuck. this. <laughs> no, nah, not this. Fuck this. <laughs> Let me get up out of here. No. I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the jazz gear anyway, but. Oh, man, I love their purple, the, the, the purple jerseys with like the, the light blue mountains. And, oh, and, yeah. And you're talking about trim. like the Carl Malone day. Oh, my yeah, God. Sure. Those are those are clean as hell. Yeah, those are. Right. I actually do like the uh, I don't know what they're called, but the ones that are like uh they have the gradient from like black, red, orange, yellow. Oh, the, yellow the Mount ones. Zion, the Mount Zion I don't know. Ones? I don't know what they have. No. Those I'm in favor. Those I kind of like. Um, but like, yeah, I, they're like standard set. I don't. I'm really rocking with that. But these new the candy ones corns. are. These new ones. Oof, these new ones are. Oof, oof. Yeah. I. Anyway, all right. Let's let's. I do let, like actually. I've seen some some leaks of the Lakers. Some Lakers stuff for next year too, which I kind of like. Mm, I haven't seen those leaks. I'll send them to you. I'll send them to you. I kind of like. All right. Um, all right. So let's 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 dive all the way into Warrior Celtics game four. Mm-hmm. I am predicting that the Celtics will win game four. Okay. Oh my god. You want the Warriors coming back from three one now? Three one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. I don't see that happening. But me neither. But. <laughs> <laughs> the Warriors coming back from 3-1 and Steph not winning finals MVP. How, is that like perfection for you? Tatum winning finals MVP as the as the Warriors come back from, from 
that's that is that's, like that that just fulfills all of your agenda we're good here we're we're set here that is because then, then is tatum good? can be like i did everything for you guys everything one finals mvp in in a series that i lost screw this organization screw the city i want to be a laker Okay, that part I'm not going to touch, but um, <laughs> would that outcome just yeah. fulfill all of your agendas? I wonder if I was to ask on Twitter if... No, wouldn't Lakers... it be better if it was like Wiggins or Looney or somebody <laughs> to, to win it? Steph loses again to a teammate? Dr Draymond gets it and he announces it on his on his pod. Yes. Uh, no, I do not foresee... Uh, Emergency I... Finals MVP uh, episode. I do, I do not foresee, uh, I, because I said it, I do not foresee the Warriors coming back if they lose tonight. Um, and I, I said, I thought that whoever won game three was going to win the series. I think this, I mean, certainly the Celtics should be favored now. The Because I thought the game three was going to be the Celtics' best game of the series. Yeah. Um, and I still believe that. You can't fake desperate and... The Warriors' backs are against the wall, so I think we're going to see a really good effort from the Warriors tonight. And if that's not good enough, then I don't know. Like, <laughs> then I, there's no reason to think the Warriors can win three in a row. Um, All right, but I so, do. I think the Warriors are going to win tonight. You you do. I do think the Warriors are going to win tonight. Okay. Um. So we we'll, we'll come back to that. I want to put a pin in that. But okay. the point that I actually wanted to talk to you about regarding the series and regarding the Warriors is I got some blowback, especially from Warriors fans, mm -hmm. because like Joe, Joe Lacob basically spent like a, a week or two running victory laps before the final started before yeah. the finals. And and I said, like, like at that time, look, you know me, I'm a big ba basketball gods guy and pre-championship victory lapses that's ne that's never the move <laughs> in my opinion you, you you wait till you win it and then you run your victory lap yeah and and so that already kind of raised a red flag for me but they look especially stupid if they lose in five like if they lose in five or uh even if they lose in six and it's like the games that they lost were were not particularly competitive and you haven't gotten anything from Wiseman. You haven't gotten anything from Moody. You haven't played Kuminga, like in in the finals. That is, mm -hmm. it like I don't know, man. Those it's I I say I I basically said at the time that you know those those victory laps will look a little funny in the light if they lose handily and you didn't get anything from the players that you did not want to move for more immediate help. Um, is that is that because I got a lot of well, they're still in the finals. They're still in the finals, and the, and the, and they might be able to get back there next year. My mm -hmm. thing is, it's not easy to get to the finals. It is not. It's really fucking difficult to get to the finals. And and I think when you have these opportunities to get to the finals, like I would see it, and and especially given that Steph is going to be a year older next year, Draymond Green clearly seems to be slowing down, as evidenced by this series. Clay Thompson hasn't looked right all year and is only going to be a year older next year. Like it, you don't get these opportunities very often. And one more playable player could have swung this series. Yes. I, I agree with all that. I, 
I think the, how about this? I'll put it this way. I think the victory lap is stupid either way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't care how they lose or how they win. He's, if they win, he's right. If they lose, he's wrong. Um, and for Warriors fans, yeah, the Warriors may get back to the finals again next year. Who knows? Um, but the getting to the finals thing is not what this is about. Like, Steph and Draymond and Clay don't give a shit about getting to the finals, right? I think mm-hmm. it felt good for them to get to the finals because everybody said, you know, the run was over. And this shows that the run is not over, at least, right? The dynasty thing is not over, at least. But it wasn't about getting, hey, we may need to trade the, the future for now to get to the finals. It was to win another title. Just yeah. one more. And I think this one matters a ton. Yeah.